podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Nobody gives a fuck. About the Carabao Cup Well, Leeds United We're going up as champions Fuck the Carabao <laughs> Cup <laughs> Who gives a fuck about this game, really? It's Tuesday, Wednesday night, Tuesday night against Stoke Who cares? So, welcome, welcome once again to the uh, match day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm joined by Matt, Andy and James to discuss the second of our fixtures with Stoke City. Bothered! James has got a little update on the uh, head-to-head record, I think. Well, I haven't got the numbers in front of me from the last podcast, but I'm guessing we have one more win. Good guess, good guess. 146, drawn 18 and lost 29. What are the oatcakes saying, Paul? They're uh, trembling, not travelling in big numbers. Don't see the point. Need to focus on survival. Is that true? Is that true, Paul? Or have you just made that up and guessed? That's true. Do you know the worst thing about Carabao is? It, oh, it, it sends you loopy. Yeah, the come down. The come down from Carabao is harsh. Is that some sort of um, sign, premonition, that we're going to get to the final, Wembley? Chance of Europe. But it's all going to come crashing down like a tin of apple-flavoured energy drink. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, me too. So, so quite seriously, we all have sort of differing views of the, the Carabao Cup, don't we? Yeah, Andy's off to work. You're not fancy it, Andy? I think we'll win it. I think it's the best competition going. No, it's still a little shite at it. Who cares? What, what do you get if you win it? You get a, a really rubbish little trophy and you get a chance to play Aberdeen and get knocked out. I think <laughs> I think if the League Cup wasn't already dead, <laughs> then Andy just killed it. Don't think we're going to be getting any sponsorship from Carabao based on the top. The thing is that the League, the League Cup is, in itself, a, quite a prestigious competition, but over many years, they've just made it more and more Mickey Mouse and Tim Pot. Uh, to the point where this year it's sponsored by Carabao and it was the first round was drawn in a Morrison supermarket. I mean, it doesn't int- exactly lend any prestige to it, does it? By John Barnes, to be fair. Me and the League Cup fell out in the 1996 when we played Villa in the final. On my birthday, we lost 3-0. Yep. Savo Milosevic was a dream boat and you're thinking, can this get any worse? And that was done for me. I've just started drinking Coca-Cola again. What a load of crap. I, I t- Milosevic wore a bandana, didn't he? Do you do it for bandanas with you as well? I still wear bandanas. If you could pull it off, pull it off. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a blessing I have. I, th- I take your point. The the defeat at Wembley in 1996 was no fun, but the victory in the semi final. Uh, I was there that day when we beat Birmingham three 0 to go to Wembley. Carnival atmosphere at Ellen Road. One of the most enjoyable days I've had there. And the League Cup was Leeds' first major honour. Won the Cup in 1968. So in our centenary season, it would be fitting to do it again. 
So I think a lot of those fans that you're talking about, Matthew, are going to get what they wanted and there should be a um, Nketiah and Costa start. Yeah, you would expect so. It's what he does in... And that Jack Clark fella. Who's he? He's a 9.5 million Spurs player who's struggling to get on our bench at the moment, potentially for registration reasons rather than ability. I would imagine he'd be there if it wasn't for registration reasons. But it's more. I think it's more interesting what Bielsa does with the defence in this game because if Cooper's still out, Douglas is still out, then he hasn't got much room to change it. I mean, what I'd probably like to see, you know, having seen Stoke on Saturday, is us not play with a defence and just uh, get Costa and Bamford and Harrison and Hernandez, get them all in the same team, just attack. Well, Stoke made six changes on Saturday, so I think they've got. When you looked at the bench, they had they had big name players that are, that are, they'd made the call to drop. So you're saying that they're going to play the first team in the Carabao Cup? Well, I think so. Yeah, that sounds like what if if the pattern follows, he'll be playing their normal team on Tuesday. So the odds are um, heavily in Leeds' favour, as you'd um, imagine. Uh, Leeds are fourteen to nineteen, draw twenty nine to ten, and uh, Stoke best priced at seventeen to four. What are the odds on Nketiah getting a hat trick? Let's have a look. Evens, that is that a spoil? Is that a spoiler for your prediction, James? I'd take a punt. I think it's the sort of thing that um, could happen. To answer your question, James, uh, Nketiah is thirty three to one to score three goals, all the threes. Bet responsibly. You raise an interesting point though, James, because I was I was meaning to um, ask this after the game on Saturday, but do you think that Bielsa likes his teams to ease off once he's got to 3-0? Because we keep saying that we're due to absolutely smash somebody, but as far as I can tell, every time we've gone 3-0 up, we have taken our foot off the gas a little bit. We've still had a lot of chances on goal. I think um, in the previous Matchday podcast you mentioned, or someone mentioned... Um, Costa's effort on goal and so we were continually bombarding them Federici was struggling with shots that we were having um so I don't know I don't know what I don't know what it is maybe I think we still are due to pace someone I don't feel like we're slowing down so uh, let's get down to some predictions Andy what are you predicting seven nil (laughs) (laughs) based upon I don't care I just hope we win I always want Leeds to win, but this seems like a pointless exercise to me. I'd rather chuck Ryan Eberson up top. That French geezer in sticks. Yeah, whatever you want to call him. And then, yeah, that'll do for me. Matt, what are you saying? Um, I don't think that Andy's suggestion is too daft. I think we are going to win 4-0, which will make it 7-0 for the week. I think Stoke have... They're coming on the on the back of a very difficult game against a, a very good Leeds United side. So the last team that they want to play tonight is a very good Leeds United side. So I think they're due another pasting. James, yeah, I'm very tempted to say similar. I'm gonna I'm gonna say three nil. I think we'll have a repeat. Uh, I'm gonna go for two nil. I think it'll be a much changed lineup. And like Saturday, we might take a little while to get going. Um, but we will get there and it'll be an accomplished performance nonetheless. Right, this should be fun. One word to say how you're feeling about the game. Let's start with James. How are you feeling? Meh. Wow. Is that even a word? I'm not sure it's a word. No, I, I'm, uh, I would say 
I'm going to watch the game and I'm looking forward to it because I always look forward to watching Leeds, but I would say apathetic. Okay, Matt? Um, my word is Wembley. Just as a reminder that that's what is at the end of uh, end of this competition for us. Angus Kinnear in the Amazon documentary says, we're not dicking around with the playoffs anymore. So that means that this is one of only two remaining opportunities to get to Wembley this season. Uh, and wouldn't it be beautiful if we were in the Premier League this time next year and Europe? Right, Andy. Absolutely buzzing. I think this is our chance for European dominance. I think we're going to do the whole job lot. Win the Cup, win the Europa League, and then march on together to win everything. United, Leeds. Well, I think I'm going to go with buzzing, but in the uh, actual non-sarcastic positive sense, because there is a real buzz around the club at the moment, and uh, really excited to get back to Ellen Road. Let's see what happens after the game. Well, have a good match, boys. I hope it's brilliant. We'll be thinking of you, Andy. It's the first podcast from my car, or the first part of a podcast from my car. We've just come out of um, Ellen Road. It's finished two all after full time and 5-4 to Stoke City on penalties in the Carabao Cup. Sad times. How are you feeling, Matt? You know how I'm feeling. I'm gutted. Also, we haven't got Andy here to cheer us up either because he's uh, missed the game, gone to Headingley for the night. Went to the wrong stadium in Leeds. What positives can you take from this evening? Andy's not here. Yeah, that's one. Other than that, I can't think of any. But Paul, you're you're particularly jovial after today's game. What's your thoughts? I think it was a rousing comeback. I think none of us prioritised the cup at all. I know that you're gutted that it's one less avenue to Wembley that's gone. But in the in the grand scheme of things, our our sole real priority this season is getting out of this division. And tonight we saw um, fantastic performance in the second half. There were things that people couldn't obviously can work on. There was some poor decision-making by individuals. And I'm sure that Marcelo's holding his hand up and uh, taking responsibility for the and saying it's his fault for the team selection. But beyond that, there were some positive individual performances. I think Costa and Ketia didn't do their uh, chances of starting any harm. And ultimately, the the positive that I take from it is that extra games ju- just put pressure on and it'll give us more of a, a, a break in between games now. And you've you just got to try and take the positives, put a positive spin on things. I still can't think of any positives, to be honest with you. We should have won it. It's as simple as that. We should be in the third round of the Carabao Cup with no excuses, really. Should have picked a stronger start in 11. The team that played in the second half should have started. Shouldn't have let them score two goals. Easily could have come back to 3-2. Ref definitely didn't help. I feel a little bit robbed by the Football League because extra time and we've won that. So this stupid rule of it going straight to penalties is an absolute nonsense. And then nine good penalties and Jack Harrison and we're out. I don't think we deserve it and I'm pretty good. All I was thinking of of the lack of extra time was Bielsa would probably just like to see them run a bit more, wouldn't he? Getting a bit fitter with 120 minutes of football. But, you know, there we go. They were knackered with Stoke, absolutely they knackered. They were they were delighted to get to penalties, so they got what they wanted. Yeah, I think they would have taken that at the start of the evening and they got themselves into a fantastic position just uh, at half-time and their game management 
um, and the way that they managed to manipulate the officials was uh, pretty admirable. It's frustrating, but there's been times when little bits of that could have come into our game and I think Bristol City away last season is an example of where we did manage it but other than that there have been times when we haven't been able to do it the the officials were utterly atrocious and I think the standard of officiating in this uh, in this division well even above that is just incredibly poor um, I was particularly aggrieved that the linesman let them take the throw in before their first goal about 10 yards further down. What's the point in having a marker where it goes out if you're not bothered about where it goes out? And then from that passage of play, they go on to score. So whilst, yes, we should have defended better, I just think that the officiating really, really stinks. Yeah, and I thought we, I thought there was a foul on Costa before the second goal as well. So having said that, would you prefer that we had VAR in this tournament? No, let's not get started on VAR. We've enough to moan about tonight. But no. This is our first defeat for the podcast as well. So this is what a post-match podcast feels like when we've lost. I feel like we're going to be sat in my car all night. Pretty miserable. It's really hot as well. Part of that's the traffic though, isn't it? This uh, new, uh, the closure of the car park outside the north stands really led to a stinker of a traffic jam after each game. I feel like the, a loss is a time to get everything off your chest, isn't it? The, the annoying parking. The parking, the officiating, the uh, the express lane in the cop isn't express, is it? Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't even get a drink today. Cause of the... <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I queued for, I've queued for about five minutes before the game and they still didn't served me in the express queue and then Paul went down at half time again no drink penalties no drink so yeah it's miserable we sat in this car and it's steamed up it's like <laughs> something from Titanic I, I, don't, I don't know, know which one of you Kate, Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio but you're Kate if you say so so I think, I think it's fair to say none of our predictions were right for this one. No, were they balls? That was really upsetting. So off the back of that as well, um, we talked about you know Enketia and Costa putting forward uh, a sure version of themselves in that game. Do you think they'll start? What do you think the team will look like at the weekend versus Swansea? It's a tough one, isn't it? Because obviously I think Alioski's got his place now ahead of Douglas. But Douglas, you couldn't tell that he'd missed any time when he played tonight. I don't think I couldn't personally fault him for any of the uh, um, poor defending decisions because it all came down the other side, really, didn't it? Um, I think he'll stick with it. It's what he does, isn't it? He'll stick with what he had before. He's got no reason to bring Jack Clark into the squad. He did himself no favours, whether that was lack of getting the ball or what he did when he got the ball. Um, but yeah, I'd stick with what we did last weekend at Stoke. Um, it's going to be a tough test this weekend because somehow Swansea seemed to have turned it, sold all the players and turned into a decent team. Um, but I'm well up for it. Really excited for Saturday now. Give it 24 hours. There were people in the in the Revy stand on the way out who were saying, "Oh well, I'd rather have a win on Saturday," but. You'd rather have both, surely. That's why you come. I don't understand that there's people who turned up tonight who aren't, weren't that bothered whether we won. I don't understand what they got out of it. I, I know, I know your point, um, Matt. There's a guy when we stood waiting for you guys in uh, coming out then, and he's like, "Well, that was entertaining." It's like, ah, 
how can you how, how can you come out and say that it's like it's not it's not entertaining we didn't win and it was just annoying it was a frustrating game we should have won we should have we should have absolutely buried them as when um, butler made that error or when it hit the back of their defender i thought we were from that moment i thought we were going to win it but you know it is one of those things and i think it's what people are forgetting is what it could lead to we at one point during the game we talked about that Kettering replay in the FA Cup that we won 5-2 after extra time um, because we thought that if it, if it had gone to extra time tonight we probably could have had a similar result and if Mike Grella hadn't scored those goals to take us into the third round of the FA Cup we never would have had that day out at Old Trafford and Jermaine Beckford's goal 10 years ago so who knows what we've missed out on by Jack Harrison hitting the post tonight and I think that's what that's where the shame is Well it's gone now so we do have to focus on Saturday it's fair to say if we're going to talk about our uh, one word after the game, I'm going to guess Matt's is miserable. Um, but he, I'm not putting words in his mouth. He can say what he likes. I'm going to say forwards, as in let's look forwards and let's move on now. Well, I know before I was in the camp of not really caring about the Carabao Cup, but I'd, watching it tonight, I really would have liked to have advanced, to be honest. So I am genuinely disappointed. And I'm going with annoyed for lots of reasons including the fast track lane in the cop. <laughs> I think they're all, well, I like to think they're all fair enough. Um, Should we cut to Andy? What, Andy, how are you feeling? Bothered! There you go, that's how Andy's feeling, but who cares? <laughs> Couldn't be bothered turning up. We should talk about our man of the match. Has anybody got one? No. I'm going to go for Forshaw, because I think when he came on, he made a big difference, and he calmed things down. And he had a good range of passes. He made things happen, and uh, we looked a lot better when he came on. So I'm going to go for a shot tonight. Well, there you go. I'm going to agree with you for the first time in 30 minutes. I'm going to go for four sure as well. I would have gone with Harrison, but he missed the penalty, so he doesn't deserve it. So Adam, Adam for sure. Brutal. James, do you know what? I'm going to go for Costa. I thought he had a good game. He was he wasn't the best I've seen him, but then we've only seen him in short bursts, and uh, I think he did. He did pretty well, to be honest. Right, well, we'll bring this to a uh, to an end. If you'd like to listen to a more upbeat and uh, entertaining episode of our podcast, recommend that you go back to episode nine and listen to our exclusive interview with Lee Hicken, uh, the director behind Take Us Home, the Amazon series. Uh, we're going to go and pick ourselves up now, and we'll be back on Saturday for the Swansea podcast and after that we've got our september podcast coming as well check us out at leadsthat.com and on social media at leadsthat and we'll be back soon nobody gives a fuck about the carabao cup where leads united We're going up as champions. Fuck the Carabao (laughs) Cup. Sports Social Podcast Network.